6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Thanks for joining me on this Monday afternoon. Let's get right to it. You know, the past uh, 15 months or so, COVID has resulted in really a new lexicon of uh, phrases and words. Just last week, we heard the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, introduce another one. He was talking about a one-dose summer, a two-dose fall. You know, he made that pre- he made that uh, comment in a press conference uh, when asked about when Canadians could see some of the restrictions in place to limit the spread of coronavirus lift and what the current rollout plan means for the hopes of a close to normal summer but what exactly does that mean well you know what over the past number of months it's happened time and time again and it highlights the difficulty for many when it comes to communicating science effectively because Here's the deal. Science is constantly changing. Dr. Jessica Mudry is Associate Chair of the School of Professional Communication at Ryerson University. She's also a former chemist and researcher for the Discovery Channel and a specialist in science communication. Dr. Mudry joins us now. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Ellen. Pleasure, pleasure to be here. Yeah, as a specialist in science communication and as a professor of professional communication, Dr. Mudry, how would you rate the job that our, our politicians and our top health officials have done over the past year and a half? Well, you know, I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting question, and I, I spend a lot of time grading, you know, that as a professor. But, um, <laughs> I, almost want, I almost want to give the, the student, as it were, a grade of incomplete because... Uh, because I think that rating somebody on their ability to to, um, to sort of kind of codify the processes of science uh, would would almost be would almost be disingenuous, right? It would be hard to do. I think what, what the Canadian government has failed to do, and and this probably, I mean, if I got a little bit more granular and looked at each province piece by piece, I, I imagine that same failure would exist across the board is um, the recognition that what happens when we are living science in real time is that there is a discomfort with being able to say, I don't know. And so by taking phrases like one dose summer, two dose fall, it's really, it it creates a a kind of surety for people, right? Okay, at least I can can wrap my mind around the binary, one versus two, this is gonna happen, seasons, like these kind of a set of categories that make sense to people. Um, but really, we have no idea what that means because I don't think anybody does. You've touched on a couple of points there that I wanted to dive into a little bit more, and uh, and you brought up the fact that you know science is constantly is changing, and certainly what we've learned about COVID is constantly changing, and and then that impacts the messaging, and then I think you know as it, as that change happens it impacts the power of the messaging as well because people just want to say okay this is it's black or white we don't want to be living in a gray area just tell us but it's, it's difficult when it is with something like what we're dealing with right now because of the constant change yeah i mean I, I, people don't actually like surprises um and i think i think that we we think that we do but really we just want a a kind of very objective truth or set of truths that we can live by and just you know let me get on with my life kind of thing tell me what to do tell me what not to do i can go with that this is not quite the same as um for example saying well you know you need to 
wear your seatbelt in the car because you're at way higher risk of, of you know, getting injured in a car accident if you don't. Um, this We're talking about a living thing, and I think this is also a bit of a failure on the part of, of sort of public education and, and the government. A virus is, is, I mean, it's not a living thing in the same way that we are, but it, it can morph, it can change, it can adapt. They're very crafty viruses. And so part of the uncertainty here that I think people and, and even governments are struggling with is the fact that, that the virus changes. We don't know in six months' time whether our behavior now and mass vaccination is actually going to be as effective as this moment in time. You know what, Dr. Modri, you, you, you talked about that statement... I don't know. And I find sometimes when people are asked that question, instead of saying, I don't have an answer for that, or I, uh, I'll i get you that answer, I don't know it right now, they, they dig themselves a, a hole in really trying to pretend uh, that they do know something. And I know in any media training that I have done with different organizations, especially crisis communication, I tell people to say that they don't have to answer. Don't make it up if you don't know it. Uh, we'll get you some information and get it back to you as soon as possible. How important do you think that is in in saying something like i don't know the answer to that and what does it allow for well i think that what it does is it allows um a level of humanity into the, the the speaker towards their audience um i instinctively trust people more if they can let down their guard and say, you know what, I don't know right now, because that's something that I would say. I would never pretend to know something that I don't. Um, But again, we've also got this kind of strange hierarchy. Experts are supposed to know everything. Yes. And, and that, that, that puts the quote unquote experts in a, in a difficult position here because they are then relaying that information to politicians who everybody look up to, to have an answer. And, and in fact, they do kind of have the, the you know, the, the gavel on the table to be able to say, you could do X right now, but you can't do Y. And, and I've been informed by the scientists that this is, you know, scientifically sound. Um, so sometimes, you know, in these kind of very strange gray areas, the I don't know means that people are just sort of circling around going, well, what do you mean I don't? Like, there's, there's a level of discomfort with that. But frankly, I think it, it, it's much smarter in moments of, of, you know, in a moment like this, to be able to say, you know what, we really don't know. We're doing our best to find out. You know, it was interesting, just a short time ago, uh, Premier Kenny and our medical um, officer of health, Dr. Dina Hinshaw, just held a news conference, and uh, they called it their, it, it, like, uh, it, literally, they called it the myth-busting the myth busting news conference, right? They, after a year and a half of this, they went through and were trying to debunk uh, some of the, the rumors, the questions, all of that, and part of me thought, okay, well, that was an interesting uh, idea. I don't know why they're doing it, uh, you know, this, this far into it. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to be effective commun- if, if it was effectively communicated I guess we will see as the rest of the afternoon and the weeks go on but moving forward as we continue to you know get into summer here and we continue to move through this pandemic what would be the what would be the best advice that you would give to those charged with giving us the information and getting it to us in a timely, informative, and correct way? 
it's a great question. And, you know, in, if we think about uh, risk communication as a sort of, um, you know, communicating the idea of risk is actually communicating the idea of probability. Risk is not a thing that you hold in your hand. Risk, risk is just a, a number that we attach to a level of uncertainty. How uncertain are we? And, you know, I think that what governments need to do is when they get information and it's scientifically sound information, they need to fill the vacuum of uncertainty immediately because if that vacuum is not filled by a scientific voice and some scientific truths, other people will fill that vacuum. And it's, it's as though the kind of first arrivers in any sort of moment of indecision kind of get to lay claim over the terms that are going to be used to describe the situation. Yeah. Um, and if we don't let those, you know, first arrivers be the scientists and the doctors at this point, then again, as we can see with the conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories that circulate in, in and around the internet these days, um, that space will be filled by somebody else. And it yeah. becomes very, very difficult to break out of that once a set of terms have been adopted lexically around, you know, various communities. Fill the vacuum. Great point. Dr. Jessica Modry joining us this afternoon. I sure appreciate your time and your insight on this topic. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. Yeah, take care. Dr. Jessica Mudry, who's an Associate Chair, School of Professional Communication at Ryerson University. She's a former chemist and researcher for the Discovery Channel and specialist in science communication. All right. Uh, I like what she had to say there about, uh, you know, getting that information out there and filling that vacuum. We've talked about this over and over again, Chadville, about really um, your thoughts and my thoughts on what has been, I think, a confusing, a confusing number of months when it comes to information, the right information, the wrong information, whatever it is.